The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Are you living a wellness lifestyle? What could it do for you? Join us today on the Wellness Lounge a step further and see how our guests and direction can inspire you to self-empowerment through a wellness lifestyle. Now, here is the host of the Wellness Lounge a step further, Desiree Watson. Thanks for joining us again, and uh, just uh, a really great uh, shout-out to the world. (laughs) So, um, as always, uh, I am humbled uh, with... uh, our listeners from around the world, and I wish you all uh, great blessings, but uh, also uh, the empowerment or the empowerment to empower others as you are uh, navigating your life experience. So thanks again to the many countries that are listening in. And today we have uh, a great, great guest that uh, I think um, you'll be excited about and uh, hopefully um, empowered by her whole journey and her navigation process. And so uh, we are Wellness Interactive, and it's the Wellness Lounge a step further. So we like to believe that we do take it a step further where we bring guests in who speak um, about their whole navigation uh, lifestyle and process through life, uh, being grounded uh, in faith, but being grounded with the knowledge and sensibility uh, to really um, enlighten others as they are enlightening themselves. So uh, today um, we're going to invite a wonderful guest and, and a young, youthful guest on, um, you can always, uh, of course, find us at wellnessinteractive.com or uh, on any one of our social networks, uh, which is Facebook, Pinterest, Twitter. I can go on and on. But um, our whole slogan is, it's Wellness Interactive, find what you need. So before we get to our guest, I'd love to just read a passage from James. Um, it begins with, what does it profit, my brethren, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Can faith save him? If a brother or sister is naked and destitute of daily food and one of you says to them, depart in peace, be warmed and filled but you do not give them the things which are needed for the body, what does it profit? Thus also faith by itself, if it does not have words, is dead. So I think our uh, guest today 
uh, Brittany Parker will enlighten us on what all that means, you know, uh, if you don't do the work, and she is definitely doing the work, let me just make a short intro to who Brittany and uh, how who she is and what she's doing to navigate that whole lifestyle of being grounded in faith. We're speaking about being social and grounded in faith. Uh, that's our discussion today, and Brittany Parker is the founder, host, and content creator of BrittanyParker.com. She is relentlessly spreading her message to empower women and young girls to live an honorable life. The power that she carries draws in her audience, both men and women alike. Brittany also believes that God did not put you on this earth to mimic or gimmick anyone else. You have a plan and purpose. You need to find your talent, she says. Don't be afraid to use it and be prepared for discouragement. It's going to happen. The most important thing in your life would have to be your faith, she says. Without it, you wouldn't be where you are today. She is building a community of women who are called the visionistas who possess vision, valor, and a vertical relationship with God. Faith is a big standard for visionists. So welcome, Brittany. Thank you. Thank you for at least already capturing my heart. I just love what you're doing. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Oh, no. So, you know, I I, uh, just want to jump right into this whole uh, vision, valor, and a valor in a vertical relationship with God. Um, I, I just, I'm in awe of uh, your uh, being young or one of the millennials who uh, you have grabbed hold of something that's so needed for young people. So let me ask you, um, when... Uh, you were young or younger or um, just uh, navigating your whole life experience until now, what prompted you or what grounded you in faith? Where does this all come from? Now, I know that we all um, or most of us uh, or even some of us grow up, you know, attending our uh, churches or or just being connected to the God of our understanding. We all do this. But uh, it's one thing to create a platform and to say and empower young women uh, where they feel comfortable with this. So how did you get enlightened by being grounded in faith or being connected so strongly to God where you, want, where you wanted to include it in a business model? Well, it started when I was 14 years old. I went through a lot of um, depression and fear and worrying, and um, some things happened with my family that are kind of unexplainable. But basically, my mother, we attended church all the time, not understand. of course, me being younger, wanting to go, but not really understanding, um, you know, like God's vision over my life or his power over my life. So I went through a lot of things, but it wasn't really until just like this year where I really got grounded and grounded and grounded in my faith because of so many things that happened with my, you know, sickness and everything like that. Um, 
basically going through all the years of my life, I realized, like, how covered I was, how, you know, God covered me continuously, and how I would go through heartbreaks and relationships and heartbreaks with, you know, um, different people and understanding I would never want another young girl to have to go through this, you know, on their own. Wow, yes. So that was definitely one thing that definitely, like, put me in a place of having a heart of compassion for girls that go through heartbreaks with their their family or relationships, you know, being young and naive, we go through heartbreaks with, you know, guys Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So that was one thing is that you're worthy, you're worth it, because God said so. That's one of my main things. (laughs) Oh, I love it. So beautiful, so beautiful. So, um... Let's just go back for just one moment, um, if it's obviously okay with you. If, if it's not, it's fine. Let's go back to, to 14, um, at 14 years old, and you said you went through some depression. I think, uh, strangely enough, a lot of us do at such a young age. Something about middle school, high school that, you know, we're all going through uh, what we might think at the time it is, it will be the most stressful thing in, in our life, but then we grow up and we realize there's more to come, unfortunately. Um, so when you're 14 and you're going through this, it, this is when you said uh, you became also connected with God. Yes. Or, or grounded. Now, uh, uh, you're going to church, of course. You're, you're going to church up until you're 14 years old, I think. You know, you're going to church, and your mom or parents are grounded in faith. But what do you think really sparked that enlightenment with God at 14 years old? It was the fear, like having reverential fear, like mm-hmm. not pleasing him and just coming to this terms of what would my life be without Christ? You know what I mean? Right. That was one of the things, because I was young, I would be like, oh, my gosh, I can't imagine, you know, like, just living that life and having having mm-hmm. control over my own life, you know what I mean? Like, Oh, I, I know exactly what you control. mean. Mm-hmm. So I definitely, if it wasn't for my mother, too, like, I would, you know, not be in the faith that I am now, so. Oh, that's just really beautiful, because... You know, when I uh, think about um, God or, or Christ, uh, I say some of the, uh, the same, same things, similar. You know, everyone um, or, or most people might think uh, when you're comfortable uh, with materialistic goods that, you know, your life is great and it's happy and it's wonderful. But, you know, I always think in terms of, well, very similar to what you're saying, I, I think ongoing, like, what would life be without, you know, God or without Christ or, or people who are suffering and they are grounded in, in faith, but even without faith, can it be any worse? I, I just can't imagine not really being grounded in faith. And I know sometimes we move away from it and uh, we feel... Uh, that we can go it alone or do it alone, mm-hmm. but when we come back to being grounded in faith, which brings me to uh, why you created this platform for women, when you come back to um, uh, really uh, understanding what that means, 
you can be a visionista, <laughs> I guess. You know, you could you could be all that you want to be and uh, just be so amazing because you are grounded in faith. So why did you um, create this platform um, for young women? Is it to really enlighten them with some of the uh, things that you've experienced uh, being grounded in faith? Or did you see a... a, a a, a hole somewhere where, you know, meaning that our young women nowadays, um, nobody's really speaking uh, to this, to them, at least on the street level. I always say that uh, our platform, we're on the street because we're really bringing people in to understand what mind, body, spirit is. So with your vision, how did you bring uh, this together? Wow. Okay. So basically, um, <laughs> like when I started BrittanyParker.com, I was like, wow. I, like what I see was, what I seen was basically just the need, just like one of my um, pastors said, he's like a dad to me, filling that void because there's nothing on this earth that can fill that void more than Christ can. And that was one thing that I was just like, that is so true. You know what I mean? We need to fill the void of um, hopelessness, just all the things that we go through. And the women that I that I highlight, or they empower me just as much as you know, I empower them. Right. And and that was one thing. It was like I want to let the world know how awesome God can be through other women and through myself. And so the the young girls will understand. I don't have to sell myself short. It's that void that's being filled. And within that time, we're also being filled. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. voids in our hearts are voids that we're going through because we see that we're not alone in it. So that's one thing that really got it started, really got the Vigenesis started. And I wanted to impact in a style, you know, you don't have to dress like this. Because I've been that type of person where I've had the short dresses and I've had the short skirts. And it, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't attract the right kind of things to you so that's one thing that was like let's do style let's talk about entertainment now i've gone through you know different things where i wanted to to be that type of girl and this god said no i made you like this you know so it's like as i'm going through the journey and i'm going through the valleys and stuff like that you want to highlight those those times you know right and and i i guess um it, it's also safe to say you're feel very, very fashionable. <laughs> I've seen you with your three or four inch heels. You look great. Your skinny jeans, you look fabulous. So it's not so much that we all need to now just wear long skirts or dresses. No, it really no. is focused on being, uh, you know, that uh, fashionista, but visionista where, um, you know, you are grounded in a sense in, in, in that understanding where that balance is and not, exactly. you know, going overboard. Exactly. Is that part of it? Yes, exactly. Yeah, so the, you said something about um, the other women empowering uh, you as well. Give us some examples on how you engage with, um, uh, you know, women who are empowered and, and, and grounded. Well, I have a few um, women that I've, I've um, highlighted, 
um, one being my sister. <laughs> Please. Like you're oh, I love about, that. We have to start with sisters first. <laughs> right? Um, one being my sister, she, I've watched her go through so many things, so many, like, down times, and I said, wow, she still pulls through. She's a fitness instructor, and she, I mean, it's like she uses her faith and fitness just hand in hand. And it's just awesome to see her pull through using her talent, using um, the grace of God, and just just saying, this is who I am. This is how I got through. So whenever I interview or highlight um, someone that's going through or has been through, it's like, how did you use what God gave you to get to the next point, you know? Ah, I love that. That that makes all the sense in the world because uh, thinking about um, what we just discussed about your, you know, we're going to go through things, right? Exactly. Yeah. I don't know or, you know, I haven't really met anybody yet that has had a perfect life where they don't go through things. So when you're uh, speaking to or writing about young women, is your initial uh, content or, or engagement with these women to, uh, is, it, is it one of those situations where you're going to initially jump right in and, and speak about God in Christ first? Or are you actually engaging with them about this experience they're going through? And the question comes later, have you uh, spoke to God about it? Or, or uh, are you empowered um, with uh, the gospel? Or, you know, trying to figure out who these women are, um, I would think could sometimes uh, be a challenge. So are they searching you out or these women that uh, you've engaged with or you're searching women out to say this is what you need, you need God in your life? How does that work? Basically, when I, when I interview these women, it's all about them. Mm-hmm. It's all about who they are because that's one thing that makes us feel good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I say, what are you doing? What's going on? You know, like... Like who are you? And mm-hmm. a lot of the women that I that I interview, I'm I'm kind of watching them and searching them out and seeing like what they're doing and stuff like that. And then I you know engage in conversation. You know how did you get started? And you know how does God um, root in all of this? And I go from there. So it's not necessarily first. You know I'm like, mm-hmm. you know are you you know are you rooted? But it's like because a lot of them want to come to Christ or they want to understand. So it's just basically understanding them first, you know. Wow, gosh, that's beautiful. It's, it's very empowering, understanding them first. And uh, are uh, any of them, um, or, or, or maybe, you know, perhaps none of them, I'm not sure, are any of them going through uh, major crisis situations at the time of the interview? Or you're really, as you said, finding out who they are first without really the crisis. They may be very happy. A lot of them aren't going through a lot of crisis. What it is is that they understand and know God. You know what I mean? They understand, like they've been through things, but basically it's, 
to show how blessed they are through, mm-hmm. you know, whatever they've gone through. And it's like, okay, now that you've come out of the fire, like, where, like, who are you now? You know what I mean? Oh, I love it. I love vision. it. Yeah, who are you now? That's beautiful. So um, the Visionista platform is fashion, uh, beauty. It's it's all um, external, but it's nothing like I would say meeting someone who's absolutely beautiful and and just enlightened. And that's yourself, because I did have the pleasure of, of meeting you, and I think you're just uh, you know so beautiful, but empowered and enlightened. So what do you say to women who don't have uh, the platform that uh, you're, you're presenting or representing uh, being beautiful or they think they don't, you know, being beautiful and fashionable, being, you know, as they would say, glammed up, you know. Um, what do you say to women who can be grounded in faith and can still be beautiful externally, you know, fashion, beauty, all of that. How do you get them to just uh, make that first step into being grounded in faith and beautiful? Know well, who you are on the inside. That's one thing. Um, because just like what I've gone through with my sickness, like, it's brought me to really love and know who I am because that makes us beautiful on the outside. That preserves us. And when you find that, you know, you'll you'll be able to connect with others just like we connect. And when you understand that, you'll be able to, you know, say, wow, it's it's less of me and it's more of my faith. It's more of God. Wow, I love that. Less of me and more of my faith. That is awesome. Do me a favor. Can you just hold that thought for a minute because I can't wait to... Uh, discuss it further. Uh, we're going to break for a commercial. We're speaking with Brittany Parker, and she is the founder of Visionistas. Oh, can't wait to hear more. Thank you for joining us. We shall return. This is the home of the top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success drivers. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. Family caregivers face some tough challenges every day in caring for a partner, parent, child, sibling, friend, neighbor, or even coworker. You are there to provide the care that these people need after everyone else has gone home. Family Caregivers Unite with Dr. Gordon Atherley will provide you with a social networking experience. You'll hear from experts and others who are experiencing the same things, and together you will promote a common cause. Tune in to Family Caregivers Unite twice every week, Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety and on the Voice America Empowerment Channel every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. How do you feel about the future? Tune in each week for Visionary Leader Extraordinary Life with host Kate Ebner. You can be a great leader by learning from the inspiring stories of amazing visionaries who are shaping our future. Everyone deserves to create their own vision, and Kate and her guests will share the tools that you need to make it happen. Make a weekly visit to the Voice America Business Channel for Visionary Leader Extraordinary Life every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. Be inspired. Become inspiring. 
We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world. And that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. You're tuned in to the Wellness Lounge a step further with host Desiree Watson. To find out more about our programs, please visit our website at www.wellnessinteractive.com. That's wellnessinteractive.com. Now, back to the show. Thanks for joining us again. We're speaking with Brittany Parker from brittanyparker.com. And we're, um, or I should say she's enlightening us on uh, the, the power uh, of um, being grounded in faith and, and uh, knowing the gospel and Jesus Christ. And um, at such a young age, I love it. She's one of those millennials that uh, is definitely taking it to the next level with young people, especially young women. So, Brittany, thanks again for joining us. We were speaking about, uh, I think your last uh, uh, comment or statement was, uh, your empowerment is less of, of, you're saying, less of me and more of him. Yes. Enlighten us a, a little more on, on uh, what that means or what that can mean for, for others if they, they're not quite there and they want to take that step, if young women want to take that step, step of less of me and more of him. What does that uh, feel and look like for you? Well, um, basically like we were talking about before, when you are in yourself and when you are trying to figure out life by yourself and trying to do things on your own, you will realize how much harder it is. So Mm. when you come to this point in your life where, you know, you feel like you lose everything or you feel like um, you're going through just a really hard time, it's 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 a moment used to say, wow, less of me and more of Christ, more of my faith, because in my faith I can do all things. When you, when you don't have faith, it's just like, oh, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to figure out these things. I'm trying to work, you know, on this. I'm trying to do that, and it's like it's the hardest thing to really, to really do. So when I say that, it's, it's, decrease in, it's decrease myself and increase in me, mm-hmm. in, increase in God, because when that whole the whole mental process of I can do it on my own. I got it. I see it. I can I can feel it. I can. It's almost it's saying it's taking away from your faith. It's taking away from God and saying I got this. Don't worry. You know. And that's that's, that's a scary thought. That's a really scary. <laughs> and thought. we know how that can be sometimes when we say I got this, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, we and and I always, uh, you know, my my statement is is when people say, "Oh, I got this," I always say, "Oh, we're not in charge of this." Right. <laughs> That's the tough part. People not understanding that we're not in charge of this. So, listen, talk to us about one of your um, one of uh, your uh, beautiful visionistas that uh, you write about. Uh, I think one in particular you write about Nikki. Yes. On your um, your actual uh, site, or and would love to hear more about these beautiful women, and just um, and and because it's it's on your site and people can go there, I'm sure uh, it's perfectly fine to speak about them because it's all you know it's it's all available for everybody. So um, if you can tell us more about uh, uh, who you write about and why you do. 
Okay. Well, I have Nikki and I have the beautiful Genesis Dorsey. Um, these are some of my favorite women because they have gone through so many things, but they really highlight their faith in, in, in God. Um, one Genesis I can talk about, she has her own empowerment group as well where she does all kinds of things from, like, Bible studies, to, you know, women empowerment. She does fashion as well. So she really inspired me when it comes to different um, avenues of of having, you know, God and understanding you could be certain ways, you know, you can dress certain ways, you can understand and still love Christ. So that's one thing. Um, it's always a blessing. When I highlight these women from fashion and their, you know, writing experience or if they're in the media or anything like that, I say it 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 excites me, gives me giddy, just like I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's basically I have, like, Diana Weeby. She's on the radio. She glorifies the Lord. She's in the, you know, in the media here as one of our local um, radio station hosts, and her whole purpose is to glorify God. So... When I see them and I'm, like, highlighting them, I'm just like, you know, where did you start? How did this all start for you? <laughs> right, because I think sometimes um, uh, we think uh, that um, uh, people who are uh, in entertainment or, uh, I don't know, people that are in the sort of the light of our so-called experience through media, they're not necessarily grounded in faith because nobody ever talks about it. I always think, you know, um, I saw this uh, great uh, movie about uh, the tsunami that happened, uh, and then we all, you know, probably have seen it. It's called The Impossible. And it was so amazing how this family really uh, sort of navigated that whole tsunami experience, and somehow at the end of the movie they end up together. But nobody ever speaks about uh, this, uh, you know, being God or, um, you know, everyone stays away from it, so so to speak, in in the media. And I'm generalizing, of course. So, uh, But if we just highlight or... Um, enlighten others about being grounded in faith, as you are doing. You just mentioned these beautiful women in in media, but they're still grounded in faith. Exactly. Yeah, so how do you uh, uh, kind of, uh, and this might be a little strong, but how do you expose uh, these uh, beautiful uh, women uh, to take the next step to say, it's okay. I know that sometimes we're in situations where we may think that we can't say we believe in God or we're believers or grounded in faith and so on. But how do you help to, uh, them to navigate that experience? Because they're in front of media and they have the power to encourage and balance and um, enlighten so many other young women. How do you, you know, help them to take that next step? And how are they helping you? What do they do? Well, when you said that, how are they helping me? That's how it helps. That's how I help them because when it all comes together, it's basically understanding that they're when you lose hope of something or you're, you know, trying to figure out just like I was saying before and 
you try to understand basically what's going on through your life and just all that kind of stuff. When I see these women and I'm just like, you're the power that you that you're possessing, you know, through Christ is so awesome. And it's almost like letting that flow, you know, letting that flow and it flows through me, it flows through the women that I see, the young girls and they're just like, Wow, I've had you know, some family and friends tell me there's people that are looking for, you know, believers like yourself or, the, you know, the women that you empower or the women that you highlight because it gives them hope, it gives them understanding. They're 14 years old, they're 13 years old, believing that they have to live a certain way or, you know, they have to be rooted in all of these other things in the media. And it's like, it's almost like understanding that there is that double-edged sword and there is that understanding that, don't have to be this way. You don't have to succumb to these understandings of of the world. You know. Mm. So then, uh, that that's that's so empowering. It's beautiful. So then, you're also um, speaking to them about what so many of us are seeing on a daily basis, where um, you you look on TV or you you can be on your computer, and it does simply glamorize. Uh, women sometimes in a very in, in a lot of times in a, in a very degrading way you know exactly. uh, i i'm just so oh gosh taken back how uh some of the women can get dressed up and look so beautiful and so gorgeous and then they're fighting on tv on these housewives and all this other stuff i'm really i i just don't understand why there are not more women standing up like yourself and nurturing, um, uh, just being well and grounded in faith, but even just getting to the point where you just want to be well, connecting that whole mind, body, spirit, in that uh, our young girls that are growing up should have, at minimum, the basis of understanding that they do not have to look, act, and be what they see on TV. I mean, and that's such a strong power, but it, as we all know, it's not, it's not God, though. <laughs> but it, it's a strong power over our young, um, our young uh, girls, and, and that's tough, right? It, it is. It really is, because just like you said, the media is, is so easily attachable to us, and like, you know, talking about all of those, housewives and everything like that, mm-hmm. it's so easy for us to get caught up in those things. It's so easy for us to get, you know, stuck in saying, well, she looks good on the outside. I want to be just like her. She has it all together. And we've all gone through that because I can tell you for, you know, for myself where I thought, okay, it's, it's all it's all good on the outside. Everyone's going to understand. Everyone's going to, you know, understand me and love me. But it was just like, that you have to dig deeper. You have to dig way deeper into who you are and start pulling out. It's almost like an infection when you attach yourself to the media or attach, you know, yourself to the things of this world. You can get easily infected with, you know, um, glamour and, under, you know, just all these things. And mm-hmm. it's understanding to pull those things out. And being in this season, my mom has stuck by me all this time, being in this season where I was pulling so many things out of myself and pulling so many, you know, infectious things where it's just like, you know, being beautiful and all of these things. And it was like 
going back to that, less of me and more of my faith, less of me and more of Christ, less of me and mm. more of God. And I can truly say that I went through that because I've gone through, you know, saying, Lord, I can't do it by myself, but wait a minute, you know, don't don't hurt me, you know? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> because it will. there's times where it will hurt, and it will hurt to change, and it will hurt to um, understand God's plan for your life, and it will hurt to feel scared and just going through all those things. So that's one thing that I could truly say, especially being a mother, where I'm like, Look at, you know, my son, he has to look at me, go through certain things, and he has to understand I have to be strong for him in those things. Mm-hmm. So it's just, you know, it's a lot. And I I was a young mother. I mean, I had my son at, at 19, 20 years old. So it's like, you know, understanding that as well. There's girls that have gone through it younger and having that compassion and saying, even though it happened, you'll get through it. You know, we'll get through it together. So that's one mm-hmm. thing that I... I plan on highlighting even more as, you know, a visionista and a woman of God is saying, I know you went through it, but look at this. You know, we can go through it together. We can get through it together. We can get through the fire together. So that's, you know, definitely. Oh, my God. You're, I'm getting full. I'm about to get in tears. It's so beautiful to hear a young person like yourself. Um, oh, my gosh, just understanding um uh, what it all means to look forward and to uh, be uh, grounded in faith. Um, so beautiful. You're amazing. Um, tell us, uh, if you like, if uh, you feel comfortable with this, um, you spoke a couple of times about uh, your illness, and, and not necessarily being specific, but it sounds as though you went through a tough time. And you were, of course, grounded in faith and in uh, uh, prior to becoming um, ill. How, how, not the 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 toughness, I'm sure, of the experience, but the enlightenment of that experience, getting through it every day. How was that? Wow. Basically, it was. I'll always go back to this. You can't do it alone. Um, you talk about having a support system. Mm-hmm. You c- cannot do it alone. Like, I really went through a time where I cling to my mom. I cling to my family. Great. Always, Great. you know, just crying and purifying myself and saying, you know, at a point where I was like, what did I do to, you know, like, upset God or displease God? And I had to go through that time, and I had to really understand and remember, he's not mad at you, Brittany. You know, I went through things like that. And it was like more of getting my attention and understanding, you know, what I was going through and understanding that, you know, my life is not my own. Yes. You know what I mean? My life mm-hmm. is not, it does not belong to me. And that was one thing that I learned to understand going through, you know, the sickness and the downtime and the depression and the anxiety, um, being 25 and 26 years old going through so many things and I was just always seeking his face and just saying where where do I begin where do you know where do I cut off from myself and begin more rooting in who you are and that's one thing that I went through and um going through the sickness it was hard it's it's sometimes hard for me to even talk about because I think you know people are going to think oh you you went through this time and you didn't say anything about it only because I wanted it to be right I wanted it to be you 
know, understood and say it's not about me, it's about who I am in my walk, you know. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And then, you know, uh, we're not in charge of this, so whenever you feel comfortable in speaking about it is when you feel comfortable because you are grounded in faith and connected with God and he is in charge of this all. So um, uh, even if, uh, uh, you know, people ask uh, why, why did we not know this or, or you know, it, it, hey, listen, as you, I'm going to take that less of me and more of him. So, <laughs> so uh, uh, we're ever so grateful for your sharing um, all of your um, whole enlightenment and empowering uh, others to do the same. So we're going to break for a commercial. We're speaking with Brittany Parker, and she is definitely empowering us as a millennial, uh, being grounded in faith and social. <laughs> Stay tuned. Thank you. up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. The Mayan calendar tells us that we will be entering into a 260-day opportunity for us to engage in conscious co-creation with great spirit. How will we prepare ourselves for this exciting and unprecedented time in Earth's history? Peter Tung has dedicated over 20 years of his life's work to exploring that which is beyond understanding. Peter will help increase your awareness and education on this enlightening transformation in consciousness. Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation airs live Wednesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on 7th Wave Network. Leadership is a vital skill set in today's competitive global economy. Being a leader is not enough. To succeed, you must optimize your performance and know how to imbue others in your organization with leadership skills. Practical, actionable leadership insights are the focus of Leadership Development News, hosted each Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, by Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler on the Voice America Business Channel. Doctors Greenberg and Nadler, who coach global leaders on how to be most effective, will share their insights and contacts. The path to leadership excellence begins here. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You're tuned in to the Wellness Lounge a step further with host Desiree Watson. To find out more about our programs, please visit our website at www.wellnessinteractive.com. That's wellnessinteractive.com. Now, back to the show. Thanks for joining us. We're speaking speaking with uh, Brittany Parker, and she's uh, brittanyparker.com. She's an uh, amazing young lady. Oh, my goodness. She's a millennial who uh, is very social, uh, and that's our topic of discussion today, being social and grounded in faith. She is so social. She's connected to entertainment. She highlights and uh, writes about uh, amazing young women uh, that are doing great things in fashion, entertainment, uh, she calls them vision. Uh, they need to possess vision, valor, and vertical relationships with God. And so, uh, Brittany, thanks so much for joining us again, once again. And 
I am definitely enlightened and so thrilled that we have you to speak to um, young women and empowerment. So I must uh, say thank you again for joining us. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. No problem. So I, um, you know, we were speaking about you're having a difficult time at one point uh, when you were not well. And uh, thank God for, for moms as well. Yeah. And uh, uh, you spoke about clinging to your mom. You know, I truly can't imagine having um, a daughter who is going through a tough time because, uh, you know, physically, because I, I, I just know I have two daughters. And I know how um, uh, we all are as moms and, and what that uh, just, oh, my gosh, what that, what that uh, may look like. But I don't necessarily know what that feels like. So when you were clinging to your mom, tell us a little more about that support system, your mom in supporting you going through this difficult time. Well, um, I, when we were talking, I was thinking about the time in the hospital that I went through. I went to two different times in the hospital. Um, and basically, I, when I got into the depression mode and the fear mode, I wanted to hurt myself. And I didn't, my mom, she was just completely, you know, just like out of it. She didn't understand. She was like, what are you going through? But at the same time, she we both cling to each other, and I, you know, was like, I want my mommy. Like, I just, I want my mommy. I want to be under her. Mm -hmm. And going through those times in the hospital, she slept right in that bed with me. Oh, my God. And it was just like, I couldn't go to sleep unless my mom was there. I couldn't, you know, whatever, like, treatments they gave me, where's my mom? I need my mom. I need her to be here with me. And Mm -hmm. she really supported me. She really was there, you know, through the entire the entire time in the hospital, and I just you know I was so scared. I was like, you know, anytime she would leave, Mom, where are you? Even if my dad was there, my sisters, my brothers, I was looking for my mom, and it was like understanding that time where you're in the you know like in the womb and you really you're going yeah. to your mom, and that's what I went through. Um, just going through. I was in the hospital one time for four days, and she was right there with me. If I, I couldn't go to sleep, I, you know, they're giving me anything to, you know, like sustain me and make me stable. I was, she was right there, and she got in the bed with me, and I just laid up under my mother. When I went into the hospital for five days, same thing, and it was like I was very needy, very clingy, and it mm-hmm. reminded me that's how, you know, we're supposed to cling to God. That's how we're supposed to cling to our faith because, mm-hmm. you know, we're coming through a time and a season where. He's our father. He he loves us, and he wants us to go through that time. So even the fear and the depression and anxiety I went through, I still I was clinging to my mom, but it was like clinging to my faith and clinging to my understanding, but not leaning, you know. It was just leaning onto my understanding. It was just understanding that God was there with me, and he used my mom at that time for me to cling, you know. Oh, my goodness. Oh. So, oh. yeah. That's. So so empowering, so beautiful, because it's real. It's so true. I, I just think God puts uh, moms in our lives, because every woman is a mother, regardless if you've given birth biologically. But every woman is a mother. And just to hear you 
speak about that empowering and, and God working through your mom for you. Oh, gosh. That's, hey, listen, I know in the future I see a book, okay? Oh, God. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> I see a book to help so many young, young people. Oh, gosh, it was so beautiful. And God bless your mom. God bless your, your very strong support system, your sister and everyone who has been there uh, for us. Uh, for you, rather, and, and for all of us uh, in our time of need as well. So tell us something uh, about the future um, where you see this amazing platform being uh, social and grounded in faith and being possessed with vision, valor, and a vertical relationship with God. Tell us what you're going to do in the future um, uh, for uh, maybe perhaps um, uh, younger women, um, if you, you know, have something in mind. If not, uh, tell us what you're doing in the future with your current platform. Well, I definitely want, there is going to be a book um, on talking about restoring my life and restoring my faith and restoring relationships in my life. Um, as well as a devotional for young girls and for young visionistas in the making. That's like one of my things I love because it just thinks mm-hmm. about starting young girls out with a vision and, you know, keeping them going. Um, I definitely want to have a talk show, you know, one day or, you know, just continue blogging and using using my faith to blog and to glorify God. Definitely want to have um, small groups. And I have a vision for Vision ECU, and that's basically letting young girls create vision boards and talk amongst each other and connect with each other and have chat groups and have, you know, different things like that so that they can stay rooted and stay grounded in, you know, who they are and they have somewhere they can go to and log in and say, I'm here, I'm doing this, everything's okay, you know, and just going from there. So it's all about them and it's all about who they are and their walk with Christ and, you know, less about who I am. So <laughs> I love that. Um, if I'm not mistaken, uh, I believe, uh, Visionista, you're, you've trademarked this. Yes. Oh, my gosh. That is awesome. Absolutely awesome. And <laughs> Especially to hear you speak about your vision for the platform and how many people or young uh, women you're going to reach under Visionista. That's just Awesome. So how did you come up with that name? Now, we understand uh, being grounded in faith and, and, you know, the vision and everything, but how did you come up with the name itself? It was thrown at me. <laughs> it was thrown at you? Yes. It was <laughs> See, thrown at I, I believe that. I believe that. And you just got to, you know, grab hold of it. So how, how did that happen? You woke up in the morning and you, or, or did it happen when you were sleeping in the middle of the night, you wake up and it was given to you? How did that happen? That definitely is how usually it, they usually happen. A lot of my, um, like, dreams and goals, I'm going through a time or I'm going through something, and I'm just, you know, writing down things, and I'm just being led. And that's one, one of the ways that it happened. My main vision and my main goal is to highlight vision is to you because that's, you know, basically saying it's it's a different approach through, you know, what I'm doing and saying, have this community because that's what I essentially want everything to be is a community of women and you know that's the goal so 
I've gotten so many visions and so many different things where I've had to even cross out and say, this is not it, you know, like, you know, God said, no, not that, but this, you know, so that's one thing. And I definitely come to understand that having a vision is where we ought to be, you know, not just kind of be loosely hanging or just everywhere. So that's one of the ways that it came about as well. Oh, I love it because vision is so uh, powerful and that, um, uh, to your point, having a vision, uh, which we don't speak about often, having a vision for life, you know, building your own blueprint for life or building that whole navigation process is part of a vision, and it's okay to have a vision that's consistent and positive and, and grounded in faith. It's okay to have that. And, uh, you know, speaking with uh, young uh, uh, girls uh, that will walk into that the visionist <laughs> uh, platform that you have, um, I would imagine um, it's more challenging in a sense where uh, for the older visionists than the younger ones because the younger ones are still open? And I don't know. What do you think of that? Well, I mean, there's no there's no real, let me say, like competition or anything like that, but it's all basically, it's all empowering. And it's right. Like, it's never a competition, but I do know that we're all in, in different places in our life as a young person we're not quite an adult yet, right? right? So we think differently, and, you know, as an older person or even a millennial, we think differently. So I guess what I'm, I'm saying more, uh, it's definitely not a competition. It's more thinking or embracing how young uh, girls might think as opposed to the older ones. Do you see any major difference in, in how you would approach um, young people as opposed to the older ones? Well, yes, because like this is what I think. I can I can learn from you, and you can learn from me. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So that's definitely one thing. Um, being a younger visionista, we could definitely be a little hard headed, and we can definitely be, you know, in some of our ways. But there's a lot of you know the older visionistas, like my sister. I learn and I feed off of her, and I understand her. So it's the humbleness that we have mm. that you know says. I can learn and I can feed off of you and I can understand and I can say I'm open and willing to understand who you are and, you know, go from there. So that's one thing that being a visionista is saying I'm humble and I'm meek and I'm understanding and I'm willing to feed and I'm willing to eat, you know, and I'm and I'm willing to understand who you are. So Beautiful. Yeah. So love it, love it. So Okay, let's talk a little about your social media platform. You're on Instagram, Pinterest, and you've got a lot of followers, which is great. I think it's awesome, awesome. So tell us what you're actually pinning up and, and, uh, I don't know, posting. What are some of those beautiful, empowering um, photos or or even um, uh, scriptures or sentences, anything? Tell us what you have on I believe Pinterest, which is a couple of thousand folks following you or pinning up or Instagram. Well, on Pinterest, I like to pin basically things that are um, with, like, my family, like my son, or things that I love to eat or things that I love to wear, different things like that. Right now I'm going more into the health 
realm of things because I want to, you know, highlight healthy things to eat or meal planning, um, mm-hmm. different stuff like that. So, so now, uh, because unfortunately we're... <laughs> And we're unwinding now, and I hear that music. I could speak to you for for another hour. So tell us how to find you on Instagram, Pinterest, all of that. Brittany, uh, we know that it's BrittanyParker.com, but it's B-R-I-T-T-N-E-Y, Parker, P-A-R-K-E-R.com. So tell us how to – tell everyone how to find you on your other social media networks. Well, I'm on – Pinterest, which is Hey Miss Parker, and it's two A's, so it's at H E Y M I S S P A A R P A A R K E R, and then my Instagram is at Miss Parker TV, along with my Twitter um, at Miss Parker TV. So those are both, those are all Great. my social networks, and along with my YouTube channel is Hey Miss Parker or Miss Parker TV. I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. Thank you so much, Brittany, for joining us today. And we have been speaking with Brittany Parker, and she is social, and she's grounded in faith. Thank you so much for enlightening us on your whole navigation experience, being grounded in faith and and being a visionista and having a vision to blueprint your whole life in a positive way. So thanks again, and we'd love to have you back. Thank you so much for having me, Desiree. It was awesome. Okay. And we look forward to joining uh, you all uh, next Monday. Take care. Thanks. Thanks so much for joining us this week for the Wellness Lounge. A step further, please tune in next Monday morning at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel or our replay Saturday morning at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel for another great show featuring your host, Desiree Watson. We'll continue to show you how to incorporate a wellness lifestyle and live a better life.